What's going on, everybody? You are now tuned in to Trillionaire Trucking Podcast with me, your host, Mr. Trillionaire Trucking. What's good? What's good? What's up? How you doing, my beautiful people? My name's Donovan Potts, and I'm the founder of Trillionaire Trucking Podcast. And this is the very first episode, so I just want to say thank you for listening and thank you for the support. If you know anyone that could benefit from the information that I'm going to be giving out, send that link over to their phone, to their Instagram, their Facebook, Messenger, follow the Instagram page, at Trillionaire Trucking, and stay on the lookout for new content. I'm going to be dropping episodes once a week, uh, maybe Thursday or Friday. Try and do them like once a week. And um, I'm just going to keep giving you all the content, all the information I know. And hopefully someone can pick up the information and um, just benefit from it. You know, I definitely want to just inspire as many people as I can. Give out the information, as much knowledge that I know. Because that's what I feel like it's about. Spreading the wealth. So right now I'm currently in New Jersey. And it's the beginning of September. So, you know, the weather's starting to fold just a little bit. Starting to get a little chilly out. Summer's coming to an end. I kind of like this time of the year. But at the same time, I was having fun this summer. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I, I kind of went to summer to hold out maybe like I'm another month another month and a half maybe you know what I'm saying and I usually don't even say that you know I usually don't say that I I usually are one of those people who anticipate this time of the year because I'm I'm like a more you know hoodie and a beanie type of guy in the summers I gotta bring out my baseball caps but in the fall and winter come, I'm a, I'm a beanie and boot guy. And just <clears throat> one of those vibes, to be honest. Um, but this time of the year, you, the, the the year is coming to a close, 2020. And it's definitely been a crazy, crazy year thus far. I think everybody can uh, can agree to that and, you know, just know what I mean by that. I won't speak too much on it. But it's been a very impactful year. But yeah, I've been I've been having a lot of fun this summer, having a lot of fun with family, spend a lot more time with family, really. And uh, anybody who knows me, know I have a really big family, so the atmosphere it just gets very joyful when we all are together in the same room in the same household, and you know we just we just doing what we do. So, yeah, so if you're listening to this broadcast, you're more than likely interested about a truck driver or just about the things that we do. And what I learned is people are really interested. People are really, like, excited to to hear about things that you do, states that you might see, stuff like that. And I'm I'm excited to talk about it. That's part of the reason why I'm making this podcast you know, I love talking about it. When I run into any of my friends that's, that's drivers or even my brother that's a driver, you know, I, I can talk about it all day, man. And it's it's really no limit to it. You know what I mean? I love talking about it. And one of the first things that I'll be actually explaining to you is what I had to go through and what I, what I did, the journey I took to get my CDL license wasn't wasn't hard but it wasn't it wasn't something that I that I planned for either I definitely want to be talking to you guys about some things that I feel like the average person just might not know about the industry or just might not know about the the responsibilities we have as a CDL holder and why you know they might see things that we might do on the road where they they looking at us like why would why would you do that or you know what i'm saying because that happens you know all the time man and i'll be lying if i'm saying that i'm not i'm not you know just 
blowing blowing up in my truck because somebody just cut me off or they doing this, they doing that, man. It's it's frustrating to be honest. I'm not even gonna lie, it's it's real frustrating because you putting somebody you put my life in danger now. Without even knowing it, you put my life in danger. You putting your life in danger too. Whoever you having might having a car and a vehicle with you, you know, it's it's a lot of things that's going on at once and those are just things that I just learned on my journey, you know, in my two year journey of being a driver. I became more aware of the road, more aware of the surroundings, what's going on, how to plan for certain for certain things and pretty much reevaluated my whole perspective on driving in a good way. But I'll be explaining everything to you guys step by step, episode by episode. And what actually made me come to this conclusion to make this podcast, because there's actually a story behind it. And I want you guys to listen to this story because it's something that could have changed my life, could have changed that that driver that vehicle's life man that could affect my family their family and you know i think i think we all just need to be safe out here so stay tuned stay locked and let's jump right into it listen to podcast a lot about 80% of my day man mainly when I'm driving I'm at work and I pretty much listen to that just as much as I listen to music man to be honest probably more yeah I think I think it is more than I listen to music that's crazy yeah so I listen to a lot of dudes man a lot of boys that um just a wide range man from the trucking industry, to entertainment, interviews, health, wealth, finances, stuff like that. So I actually been wanting to make a podcast for a while, but I didn't really know any topics or what I wanted to talk about. But first, let me backtrack. Let me explain to you guys how I started listening to podcasts and how I became a truck driver, right? So it started back in 2017, and I was working two jobs at the time. One as a line cook at a sports bar, and the other, I was at a contracting company working as a contractor. So the contracting employer was giving me more money, but I just started with them. So I went to my other employer and said, I need some more, some less time off my schedule. Can I go down to one day a week? So we went back and forth for a little bit. So they finally agreed to it. So now I got one day a week, you know, Sunday, busiest day of the week. So now that's going on for about a good month, I, was, I should say. One day I go on in my shift and I see my name. It's not on the schedule anymore. So I don't even know what's going on, but I finished my shift and that was it. I ain't even say nothing to nobody about it. You know what I mean? Crazy, right? The next day, I went to my other employer and said, y'all got me full time now. Cause I was only working um about like five, six days a week, but it was still part time. So I said, y'all got me full time right now. And it was crazy because that time I was actually battling with myself because like they wanted me there full time. But I couldn't do it because I told them I had another employer, stuff like that. But they was paying me the good money, though. The only problem with that was it was kind of like a seasonal gig. And after 90 days, they had to see if they wanted to hire you on permanently. See, this job was was a job where it was a lot of relocating. They would fly people all, all around the country, their employers all around the countries, their employees, I'm sorry all around the country and they would 
have them help build Amazon warehouses all over the country. At this particular time, we were working in South Jersey at a couple sites. And around the time when the sites were done, they were flying um, some people across different states, you know, where they needed help at, because it was getting slow, we were almost done. So now it got around to us, me and a couple other guys that were new, they brought it to us, said, um, Work is getting kind of slow. We're going to let y'all go. But when work picks back up, you know, we'll give you a call. And on the, in the meantime, you can get on unemployment. So I'm kind of like, damn, I just left my other job with really no plan. I just gave y'all my full time and y'all telling me y'all got to let me go and put me on unemployment. So I didn't, I never really filed for unemployment before. So... I wasn't exactly sure how it worked. I mean, I know how it works. You got to file, you know, they give you a certain amount of money every week. But I was pretty much just new to it. So that sat that next day, I'm on it. I'm like, I got to file. I, I, I need, I need, it's income still. You know what I mean? So that process took me about to hear back from unemployment and then had to verify a couple things. That took about three weeks, okay? After that verification process, um, you know, the whole process of you going in there, talking to the representative, stuff like that, that whole process probably took another three weeks. So now it's at the time where they give me a list of things that I want to do, a skill that I want to go for. And immediately, I didn't even read the whole list. It says CDL right there, and... I chose that one. CDL was like one of those things where I always said that I would get as a as a kid. But it was just crazy to me how it happened because I never thought that I would get it just the way I did. And, you know, that was kind of fast for me, too. I didn't plan on it. You know, it was never a thought in my mind. Like, I couldn't tell you two weeks prior to that that I was going to go to CDL school. You know what I mean? So... It's just crazy how life works like that. So I tell them, I'm, I tell them CDL, and now they gotta, they gotta give me a list of schools. So they give me a list of schools, and I choose my school pretty much. Now what they say is we gotta call the school, let them know stuff like that. It should take about a week or two, something like that. I said okay. So time goes by, they give me a call, tell me to come in gave me the date to start now what I did at that time was instead of just saying okay I want to start this day I said can I wait a couple months for some personal reasons and I can start on this date I didn't know what to expect like I said never file for unemployment never had to go through this process before X Y and Z nothing they said, okay. As long as I was in the time that I was still getting, um, you know, my unemployment check every week and my funds didn't run out, I could have went to school within that time period. It was like, like a good six, seven months. So the first maybe like two and a half months, I wasn't even in school yet, but I was just getting my my um, unemployment check every week. So the time that the date that I gave them was April of 2018. So 2017, I was working two jobs, lost both of them, no plan, got on unemployment all 2017. And I planned on starting school in 2018. So now I'm enrolled in school. Now they gave me my first day and um, I show up to class pretty much. I don't know what to expect, but when I first get there, I see about 10 other people. They're also starting the same day as me and we're getting to know each other, um, getting to know the instructors at that time. And then um, some of the instructors and the owner of the, the school 
says, um, you know, this is going to be the classroom that you guys will be in for the next two weeks. So get comfortable pretty much. And um, those next two weeks are, are very vital in this process because those those two weeks we had to learn all the important information, the general knowledge. We had to learn air brakes. We had to learn combination. All those important things we needed to know. And in those two weeks, we also needed to study that information so we can take a test at the DMV, a written test. So now those two weeks are up and now we're going to the yard, the actual yard where the trucks are at, where all the students are practicing all their maneuvers, their uh, parking, offset, alley dock, stuff like that, straight line back. And we get there and then there's, there's about 10 more people that's there. So there's people that before us, there's people that came after us, stuff like that. So how, how it goes is the instructor feels like you're ready to go to the next step. They'll bring you over and you'll start the next step pretty much. And it's pretty much how it went. You just kind of progressed as time went. And in that time, you, you, you pretty much should have gotten your CDL permit. You should have passed those tests at the DMV. You should already have your permit. So when the time comes and the instructors feel like you're ready to, to practice driving, they take you over the road for about you know 30 minutes out the day and you practice driving over the road pretty much. So at that time, man, like I didn't, I didn't ever drive a stick shift before. I'm learning how to drive a stick shift while I'm learning how to drive a truck. So if anybody doesn't know how manual transmission works in a semi truck, you have a 10 speed trucks, you have 12 speed, you have 18 speeds. These are 10 speeds that we're working with right now and how they operate, your first five gears are low gears. You hit your splitter up and that's how you get into the next other five gears. Okay, so let's fast forward. You know, I already passed uh, my permit. I'm already learning my maneuvers. I'm on the road, I'm driving. You know, I got it down and the instructors say, we're gonna, we're gonna um, schedule for your road test. So time for me to take my road test and I go to the DMV, certain DMV you gotta, you have to go to. And about three of us there, one guy goes first, he passes it. Second guy goes next, he passes. And I go last. So how the, the test works at the DMV is a three-part test. And the first part would be, first part would be your pre-trip and your air brake test. And your in-cab inspection, man. You gotta be, you gotta be on point because the instructor, he's in the he's in the passenger seat with his notepad and he's writing down everything, jotting down everything. You gotta be very, very like careful, like not to miss anything. You know, I got a um <clears throat> got my fire fire extinguisher, you know, uh latched to the floor with the pin in it. My windshield um wipers are working, my windshield doesn't have any cracks, all the stickers are in the right place. You know, my blow horn, my blow horn works, my city horn works, air conditioner works, all my lights are good, my oil is in the proper um, operating range, everything like that, man. You gotta, you gotta break it down, you gotta do your air brake test. So when he says, okay, get out the truck, then you gotta do your pre-trip, you gotta pop the hood, you gotta explain what you see under the hood, the engine, the gearbox, you know, your, your fluid levels, what you see, like everything, man, everything. So I passed that part and I'll go on to the next part now. The next part is the maneuvers part. Your, your alley docking, straight line back, your offset, stuff like that. And that day, man, that day my nerves just got the best of me. Straight like that, man, my nerves got the best of me. And I ended up failing, failing that test that day, man. So, how it works is, when you fail a part of the test, you, I think it's like a week. I think it's like two weeks or a week. And 
that's how long it is till you can come back and retake the test. But the good thing about it is the part that you failed at when you come to retake it, that's the part that you start at. So luckily I passed the first part, which was the in-cab in inspection and everything like that. I passed that part and I failed the second part. So when I have to come to retake it, I started the second part and after I think like a week went by, came back to take it, started at the second part and I passed it. I was, I was like, I was upset man, when I failed that thing, man. I was upset because I'm thinking like, yeah, it's, it's another week now, you know, people that I, I started the class with, they already out the class. People that came after me, they already out the class and stuff like that. And that's the thing, like, it, it kind of goes by your own pace. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people can be in there a lot longer than others. Trust me. Trust me. It took me only three months, man, and I, I think that's pretty good. But came back to the DMV and um passed the second part. So now we're on the road test, all right? Now, the road test is important because... They tell you you got to have control of the truck at all times. Okay, no problem. But then they tell you also, if you run over any curbs, it's automatic fail. They tell you that off the rip. You know what I'm saying? And in a real life scenario, like driving a truck, man, you're going to run over some curbs. You're going to run over a bunch of curbs. What I like to call it is landscaping, man. You're running over curbs. you you running over some cones. You might have to take a bush down, like, calling the landscaping, man. Like, you got to do it in the real world. So, it's just how it goes. But for the test, you can't you can't run over no curbs. and ain't no room for error. All right? So, now you got to watch your turns. You got to be wide. You got to be looking at your mirrors. You got to be looking at the tail of the trailer, your wheels, man. Like, be cautious the whole time, mind you. This is still my first time really like driving a manual. And um, you just gotta be, you just gotta be careful, just take it slow. So I'm take, I'm going on the course, he's telling me where to turn at, stuff like that, I'm going on the course and um, I get to this light. Get to this light and it turns green now after I was just waiting there. And I start to go but I let off the clutch too fast and my truck ended up stalling out. So <clears throat> truck stalled out, had to put it in neutral, turn the truck off, turn it back on and get going. I did it in like 2.5. I feel like that, you know what I'm saying? I think I was I think I think I did it pretty quick because the whole time the rest of the the rest of the course i'm thinking like man he just failed me now you know what i'm saying like i gotta i gotta wait a whole another week now to take this class take this test man like i'm pissed right now man but i'm still I'm still just gonna finish it strong man like it is what it is i'm still just gonna finish it strong get back to the dmv he writes a couple notes this and that and um he says okay go wait, wait over by your instructor and um I'll bring out your paper. You can take it to the DMV. You passed. I said, come again? He said, um, yeah, you passed, man. Um, You know, I, you, you stalled out and everything like that, though. But the main important part was you had control of your truck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you wasn't there rambling or scrambling, trying to figure out what to do. You know, it shut off when you got it right back up and rolling. You know, I felt like you had control of it, so I'm a passion. I said, okay, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, thank you. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? That that meant a lot. And um, pretty much, like, he came back out with the paper, took it right up to the DMV, my DMV. And, um, you know, I got my CDL right there, man. It was like the beginning of July. Never forget it. Beginning of July 2018, man. Life So now I am officially a professional driver. That's exactly what it's called, a professional driver. And the next step, the next animal, I should say, is the job search. Job search is a whole other animal, man, in itself because it's so many different different things you can tap into, man. It just depends on 
two major things. It depends on what you want to do and what you're capable of doing. And um, what I mean by that is, if you got a if you got a shaky background, um, that can handle you from getting a job. If you have a shaky driving history, that can hinder you from getting a job. So, you know, if you're squeaky clean, man, like, you know, the the opportunities are definitely out there. But it'll still just depend on um, if the company wants to hire you because you're, you're, you're fresh meat. You don't have no experience. And... You're, you're going to be a liability to them in all reality. So, while you're in school, though, um, you might have some recruiters come to you. And, yo, listen, when I tell you, man, them recruiters, man, they, they be full of shit, man. Like, straight like that. They be full of it, bro. And they'll try and sell you a whole, like... Trying to sell you like a whole crib with a four car garage, a horse stable in the back. Ain't like, yo, I'm telling you, man, they try and sell you anything, bro. Like, in all reality, man, like what what they say is true though. But in all reality, man, like that stuff don't matter, man. Like they tell you, to, you you gonna have a flat screen TV with a cable connection, um, all those premium channels, sports channels. You gonna have a microwave, a refrigerator, APU, this and that, man. Yo, that shit don't matter, man. It really don't. The main thing that matters is, do that truck drive good? Can I get where I need to go safely? And can I sleep in there comfortably? Like, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is for, this is for over the road, like, like, companies. Like, you out for weeks at a time, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Um... Them dudes are trying to sell you anything, though, man. And like I said, some of it is true. Like, they're not giving you no flat screen TV. They'll give you the TV hookup. They'll give you the cable hookup. Um, they'll even have the microwave hookup. They'll have the APU in it so it can push out enough power to uh, boot up a microwave and a refrigerator. But, um, like, you don't need a TV in that job, man. You don't. They'll, they might have refrigerators in it. Because um, when I went over the road, I had a refrigerator in my truck. But it wasn't all of them. Because, like, I would get different trucks sometimes. Sometimes they had a refrigerator. Sometimes they didn't. Sometimes they did have a refrigerator. But it just wasn't working. So, you know what I mean? And they definitely didn't have no, no TVs and no microwaves. You know what I'm saying? So, well, really, you, you, you really just got to look at... Are they paying good? Because they all gonna give a sign up sign on bonus. Are they paying good? Um all pretty much gonna have the same benefits and are you gonna be locked into it? Cause you don't wanna be locked into something for like a year, year and a half, and you not you don't you don't you don't wanna do it no more or you don't wanna stay at this company after a year, but you might have to stick it out for like another year because you made a, you signed on with a contract and um like it's it's it, like for you to break a contract that looks bad that looks bad to other companies pretty much so you don't you don't really want to do that but you know aside from going over the road you know there's um there's other companies out there that you can uh you can find come home every night you know Stuff like that. And that's what I do right now. I come home every single night, man. I don't work weekends. Like, and I'm I'm home at a at a good, reasonable time every single day. And I love it. I don't I don't plan on changing my schedule no time soon. You know, I I did uh I did all the hard stuff, man. I went over the road for almost a year. And um it was because I had to though. I had to. And it was because of my, um, what was it? My, uh, my driving record. I had just gotten into an accident earlier, earlier that year. While I was 
while I was in school, while I was taking the courses and stuff like that. And it, it messed me all up. Messed me all up when it was time for me to go look for a job because they had to look at my record and seen that I just got careless driving earlier that year, man. So <clears throat> that's how these companies do, man. They um they go back really like three to five years, some some of them, and some say they go back like five to seven years. On your background, they go back like ten years. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's that serious. DUIs is something that you do not want to have though. It don't matter how long it's been. It can be 15, 20 years. No exaggeration. Don't want no DUIs, DWIs on your license at all. If you got one of those, then more than likely, you're going to have to find a, a second chance company. You're going to have to drive over the road. So that's that's pretty much how that's going to go. You know what I mean? Like, And that's what I had to do. And that three months time, me looking for a job, man, I had a newborn. So it was it was real important for me to, to try, try and make a move as fast as I could. And I had no other option in my eyes. You know, I wasn't going back to no warehouse jobs. I wasn't going back to, um, you know, working in the kitchen as a line cook. You know, not to knock on anybody who does it. You know what I'm saying? Like, not knocking on anybody who does it. But... At that time in my life, I couldn't, I couldn't continue to keep doing it. I didn't feel like I was progressing, and I needed, I needed to really to make a move, and I had to sacrifice. I had to sacrifice, you know, time away from my child, and you know, it brought tension between me and my child's mother at the time. But um, I think, you know, the time that we're at right now, you know, I feel like it, it made it a lot better because. It could have been it could have been not worse than what it was so I went over the road and that was that was the time that um that I seen the country to be honest man I seen the country and that's how I started getting into podcast man like you know I'm driving 10 hours out the day every day it ain't it ain't much music I can listen to ain't much YouTube interviews or freestyles or rap battles that I can really listen to for 10 hours out the day man every day it just ain't and it don't really fit every single mood either so I just tapped in a podcast and from there it was history from there it was history man but for a while because I've been listening to this for so long I wanted to make one but I didn't know what to what to make I didn't know what I want to talk about so I decided to make this one because I really just wanted to um, to bring light to to some things and some bad habits that uh that we sometimes have when we're driving, and I feel like we take it for granted. And to be honest, and you know, I'm definitely um, I'm definitely somebody who also takes it for granted at times too, but something like as easy as driving you know a lot of a lot of bad things can happen man people get hurt you know fatalities happen and it just we take it for granted i feel like and bad habits you know they gotta change though i feel like they gotta change man you know some people drive with the phone in their hand some people gotta gotta look down at the gps every two seconds man like come on yo like, I think we could do better than that. You know, get a stand, put it on your phone. I mean, um, put it on your uh your dashboard. Put a vent in your phone. You know what I'm saying? Get some Bluetooth headphones. Whatever you gotta do, man. But you you need to be you need to be aware of what's going on while you're driving as well. And if you got your phone in your hand, you gotta look down every every few seconds. Like you distracted. Straight like that, man. It ain't. And I and I ain't the one who you know I ain't making no commercial or I ain't trying to be on no billboard like. But you distracted. It's called distracted driving. I'm just gonna call it for what it is, man. Okay. Um. But what what was the what the deciding factor was of why I made this podcast was is um because something happened to me one day. 
um while I'm at work and at first I was gonna I was like I was just gonna make an Instagram post to be honest like yo just what happened for me today and um you know I just want to shed light on and stuff like that like I was about to do a Facebook post Instagram <clears throat> just gonna leave it like that <clears throat> but that's pretty much when it hit me though pretty much when it hit me I'm like nah let me let me actually start this podcast man like it's something that I want to do, and I feel like it's beneficial because you got to get told about yourself, man. If you're one of those people, you know, who who, who always got to eat while they drive and this and that, man. Like, you got to be told about yourself, man. Like, we need to do better out here. It's a lot of, it's a lot, it's a lot of um, accidents that's going on every single day out here, man. You know, so let's just try and do better collectively. Including myself, I'm not. I'm not excluding myself at this conversation at all. You know what I mean. I just want to make that clear. But let's just all try and do better. So um. So yeah, I'm um. I'm on my way to work. I'm at work actually. I'm at work, and um. Like I said, man, I um. I come home every day. I'm up and down the the New Jersey Turnpike, literally all day, up and down, and. This one particular time, I'm going up. I'm going up north, and there's a um. I'm in my right lane, my far right lane, and there's a there's another truck in front of me, okay. And then in the middle lane, on my left hand side, is a is a vehicle, a passenger vehicle, a regular car. So now, the car is behind me. But he's still on my he's still in that lane though. You know what I mean? Like he's probably about behind my trailer, but he's still in that lane. So he can't see that shoulder that's on my right. Because the truck that's in front of me is blocking his view. So he can't see that shoulder. But I can see it. And that shoulder is a state trooper and he has a vehicle pulled over. So if anybody knows in New Jersey, they got this slow down law. A lot of states have it though too. A lot of states, pretty much, probably all of them. To be honest, got the slow down move over law for emergency vehicles or stop vehicles on the side of the road, stuff like that. So every time I see a vehicle on the side of the road, they got the hazard lights on, man, and I'm in that far right lane. I try to get it over. If I can't get over, then I obviously have to slow down. But I try and get over to the next lane. Then when I pass him, I get back into the next lane. Um, I'm more so just saying that because I never seen nobody got pulled over for it. Like, it is a law. But more so, like, it's just dangerous, to be honest, man. Like, you don't want to you don't want to clip nobody on the side of that road or clip somebody's car, man. Like, that shit is scary, man. So I just try and get over so boom, we see that and I try and get over, I hit my blinker. So the car speeds up now. This car speeds up on my side and I now I can't get over. Like he speeds up and he's not even passing me. He's just riding side by side of me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, bro, like you was you wasn't about to do this in no other time until I put my blinker on, bro. Like, is you serious right now? So I'm I'm a little heated right now, bro. So I just slow down, and you know wait till we get past this uh this the state trooper, and um, you know I just for the rest of that day, man, it was just on my mind, like yo, man, some of these some some of these people out here just really like aren't aware about what's going on, man. Even if you don't see something like somebody like not everybody is just trying to like speed and get to their destination as fast as possible you know what i'm saying even though it may think like that not everybody's trying to do that and it's 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 very like i would say courteous i guess just to be mindful of that you know what i mean so first thing is first I think uh, passenger vehicles, like your cars, your trucks, your vans, man, they, they need to understand that a truck driver has more, like, area to cover and can see a lot further and see a lot better. Like, 
we sit high up in a in a truck, man. Like we can see further than you, we can see higher than you, and we're actually conditioned to drive like that. I know I am. You know, I try and look as further as like far ahead as I can and far back as I can to see what's going on and to try and prepare for something in case there is something that's going on. And you know, I don't think the average the average uh passenger vehicle like understands. But another um important thing to know about uh about the industry, about a truck driver is that there's a lot of different things you can tap into once you become a driver, man. You can become um tap into uh stuff like line haul, port work, um food service, hazmat, tankers, oversized loads, you know, that's just to name a few. It really just depends on uh what you wanna do. And um like like I said, what you're capable of doing really. So I think my time is finally up with you guys for today. If you're listening to this podcast, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you once again. You have been an excellent audience to me. I told you my background, how I got my CDL license, you know, things that I learned on the way. And I hope you can take a piece of information and take it with you. Um, one thing I do want you to take with you is let's try and be more aware of our driving habits. Let's try and be more aware of the road, of the drivers, and be more safe. You know what they say about bad habits? It takes 21 days to develop a habit. It takes 90 days to make it a permanent lifestyle change. Let's change those bad habits. Peace. today while I listen to this episode. So first off, I want to start by saying how's everyone doing? I hope everyone's having a uh, productive week right now. A very active week. And I know that this weather is definitely not one to be bragging about because it feels like Winter just hit us out of nowhere, man. I'm like, yo, what's going on? But it's all good, man. It's all good, you know. I asked for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I like the fall weather, but it's a little too cold out here in the, in the morning, man. You know, 4 o'clock in the morning, I got to check my truck, man. It's, it's, it's under 50 degrees out here. I was not prepared for that. But it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. So in this episode, I'm going to be discussing uh, different ways someone can be involved in the trucking industry. And more or less, different ways a truck driver can be in different type of categories in the industry. And there's like, you know, there's a, there's a couple of different subcategories as well a truck driver can be involved in. So I'm going to be discussing that in detail in this episode. And what I'll also be discussing is things that to keep in mind 
things to keep in mind if you're ever looking to become a CDL driver or if you know anybody who's looking to become a CDL driver. Um, there's things that I didn't know about until I became one. There's things that, you know, I thought that I was being told by, you know, just other drivers or my uh, training instructors, things of that nature. But I just want to give you guys some things to keep in mind if you ever decide to go that route or know anyone who's ever going to take that route. Okay? So rock with me. Sit back, relax, and let's jump right into it. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? You are now tuned in to the very third episode of Trillionaire Trucking Podcast. And if you're listening to this episode, I want to first off start by saying thank you for listening, thank you for taking the time out to listen, and thank you for the support. So as you may already be able to tell, my background is very loud and very noisy. That's because I've decided to make this episode directly from my truck, directly from my cab. I chose to make this episode for my truck because I'm going to give you listeners a better feel about the different types of sounds and noises that go on in a truck on a daily basis while you're driving, while you might be idling, and things of that nature. Things you might have to keep your ear out for might be a potential problem, you know, anything. You're going to get that feel today while listening to this episode. So first off, I want to start by saying how's everyone doing? I hope everyone's having a uh, productive week right now, a very active week. And I know that this weather is definitely not one to be bragging about because I feel it's like winter just hit us out of nowhere, man. I'm like, yo, what's going on? But it's all good, man. It's all good, you know. I asked for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I like the fall weather, but it's a little too cold out here in the, in the morning, man. You know, 4 o'clock in the morning, I got to check my truck, man. It's, it's, it's under 50 degrees out here. I was not prepared for that. But it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. So in this episode, I'm going to be discussing uh, different ways someone can be involved in the trucking industry. And more or less, different ways a truck driver can be in different type of categories in the industry. And there's like, you know, there's a, there's a couple of different subcategories as well a truck driver can be involved in. So I'm going to be discussing that in detail episode and what I'll also be discussing is things that to keep in mind things to keep in mind if you're ever looking to become a CDL driver or if you know anybody who's looking to become a CDL driver um, there's things that I didn't know about until I became one there's things that you know I thought that I was being told by you know just other drivers or my uh, training instructors, things of that nature, but I just want to give you guys some things to keep in mind if you ever decide to go that route or know anyone who's ever going to take that route, okay? So rock with me, sit back, relax, and let's jump right into it. What's up, what's up, what's up, everyone? You are now tuned in to the very third episode of Trillionaire Trucking Podcast. And if you're listening to this episode, I want to first off start by saying thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time out to listen and thank you for the support. So as you may already be able to tell, my background is very loud and very noisy. That's because I've decided to make this episode directly from my truck, directly from my cab. I chose to make this episode for my truck because I'm going to give you listeners a better feel about the different types of sounds and noises that go on in a truck on a daily basis while you're driving, while you might be idling, and 
things of that nature. Things you might have to keep your ear out for might be a potential problem, you know, anything. You're gonna get that feel today while listening to this episode. So first off, I wanna start by saying how's everyone doing? I hope everyone's having a uh, productive week right now, very active week. And I know that this weather is definitely not one to be bragging about because I feel it's like winter just hit us out of nowhere, man. I'm like, yo, what's going on? But it's all good, man. It's all good, you know. I asked for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, I like the fall weather, but it's a little too cold out here in the, in the morning, man. You know, 4 o'clock in the morning, I got to check my truck, man. It's, it's, it's under 50 degrees out here. I was not prepared for that. But it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. So in this episode, I'm going to be discussing uh, different ways someone can be involved in the trucking industry. And more or less, different ways a truck driver can be in different type of categories in the industry. And there's like, you know, there's a, there's a couple of different subcategories as well a truck driver can be involved in. So I'm going to be discussing that in detail in this episode. What I'll also be discussing is things that to keep in mind, things to keep in mind if you're ever looking to become a CDL driver, or if you know anybody who's looking to become a CDL driver. Um, there's things that I didn't know about until I became one. There's things that, you know, I thought that I was being told by, you know, just other drivers or my uh, training instructors things of that nature, but I just want to give you guys some things to keep in mind if you ever decide to go that route or know anyone who's ever going to take that route, okay? So rock with me, sit back, relax, and let's jump right into it.